This is Columbia Morning on News Talk 1400 KFRU. Always appreciate the time of psychologist Mike Mayer when he brings us some topics that might help us approach life differently and get more happiness out of life. And that's my meager attempt at transitioning into today's topic. Dr. Mayer, good morning. Good morning, David. Great transitions. I, 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 that's what we're going to do. We're going to transition into some thoughts on happiness. You know, there's millions of things, words that have been written about happiness. And I just thought these were interesting. You know, and I, I get my articles and journals and, uh, I mean, I get my information or my topics from articles and journals and books. And from sometimes people give me ideas or, or hey, hey, what about this? Well, this one comes from an unusual source, came from my, a family member of mine, and it's from Martha Stewart Living. Mm. And interesting topic uh, that that was covered in that magazine, and it was called The Pursuit of Happiness by Kelly DiNardo. And I, I will add some of my own comments on this, but, you know, David, they start out that it's universal fundamental truth that we all just want to be happy. That's common sense. Mm-hmm. And scientists say we're much closer to it than we may think. And that, I don't know if it's true or not, but I think that's an individual uh, response, whether you're going to be happy or not. But what exactly are we searching for? Scientists devoted to answering that question def- defined happy people as those who have a positive temperament, social confidence, and the resources to make progress toward the goals they value. Or put plainly, it's the joy we feel as we move toward our potential. Uh-huh. And that's a quote from Michelle Gielen from Broadcasting Happiness. Pretty simple. Yeah. I think that's a way to start. So they, they give a couple of, of what they call happiness hurdles. And the first one is our primary brain. There's a little thing called the negativity bias. And I found this interesting. Thousands of years ago, it gave humans an advantage. We were ever ready to dodge life and death danger. Now it means we're hardwired to notice and store negative experiences more than positive ones. They're saying that we had those in a more in a, in an order to survive. Yes, oh. and that's what we did. But we're still hardwired. Some of that mm-hmm. stays hardwired, and 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 you just have to work against it. So, how do you clear it if that's true? And the article states: look for the bright spots. Pausing for a minute to appreciate something sweet or beautiful helps us override the negativity bias that we have. To get in the habit, Gielen suggests taking a photo each day of something that makes you smile and laugh or feel lucky and loving, (laughs) such as your sleeping uh, child, an incredible meal, a a pink sunset, your funniest old, old friend. And then at the end of the week, look at them all together again. Huh. I kind of like that idea. Uh, a picture a day of something that brings you happiness. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, that really focuses our, our, our brain to look for something happy. Then, uh, second happiness hurdle is going it alone. Isolating yourself is a surefire way to feel down. Hmm. The happiest people have rich and satisfying relationships. So how, how to clear it? To reach out. An easy starting point is to try opening conversation with an, op- uh, with an optimistic comment, a tactic Gielen calls 
a power lead. <laughs> so you greet a coworker with, I just listened to a great podcast instead of, I'm so tired today. <laughs> That's a, a suggestion. The shift is subtle, according to Gielan, but can foster an immediate positive connection. What was that called again? Give me that t- term. What, power what? Power? Um, what was that? Power? They call it a power lead. Power lead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, it will be a positive comment. Okay. Um, happiness hurdle three, living in 2021. We can all fall into the trap of thinking we'll be happy the minute X, Y, or Z happen. Mm-hmm. I think we've all been there. Mm-hmm. The problem is that this pushes happiness into the future, Gillen says. So when you focus in the present instead, you get your brain to concentrate on what is working in your life now and how to clear it. And I like this comment. Um, Ralph De La Rosa, a therapist and mediation teacher and author of The Monkey is the Messenger, <laughs> suggests waking up with a 5-3-1-1 practice. While still in bed, take five big, deep breaths. Think uh, of three things you're grateful for. Smile, one real smile, and set one good intention for your day. Five, three, one, one. Habits like this pay big dividends, according to um, uh, Ralph Taylor Rosa. Now, then we have the next hurdle, which is compare and despair. <laughs> is no joke. It's easy to look up from a long scroll thinking that everyone's life is a party but yours. <laughs> You don't need experts to tell us this habit is eroding our self-esteem. And this is an interesting comment. A uh, uh, 2017 study published in the Journal of Effective Disorders found that the more time 18 to 22-year-olds spent on social media, the more likely they were to have symptoms of anxiety. I thought that was interesting. I don't know if if they've replicated that that study again to make sure that that's true, but I thought that was interesting. So that does not add to happiness when you're anxious. And how to clear it, set some time daily to disconnect from your social media. media. Mm -hmm. Start with small increments. Even 10 minutes counts. Then work up to being phone-free for the first half hour of the morning at meals, and during the last hour before bed. So disconnecting from uh, the social uh, media that's in your life. So, and just one final comment. Um, uh, finding a purpose, that also is a way to make happiness. Thinking of what drives you in various areas of your, of your life, your personal, family, work, your community roles. Um, we need... Um, it's it's we we have we don't care just about one thing. We need a multi-purpose mindset that will help us prioritize and find balance. He says we can catch our lives glued to our email and ignoring our family. We can think, is this really serving my purpose here? And once we can we look at that, then we can turn back to things that really do care, the stuff that truly makes us feel happy. 
So find a purpose. Good tips. Um, that's it. And, you know, my wish today is that, you know, that we, in closing, I hope that uh, these suggestions can help people in some way to have a good new year in 2019 and head towards a happier place in life. Good suggestions on how to find a better approach towards happiness. Take a picture of something that makes you happy every day. Reach out and connect and maybe start with something that's optimistic and positive instead of negative when you greet your first interaction with people. Live in the here and now. Be happy in the present. Um, Don't compare. That leads to despair. And then find a purpose beyond yourself and find multi-purposes. Dr. Mayor, I think that summarizes it. I like that. Thank you. All right. Thank you, David. It's News Talk 1400 KFRU.